Blog Talk Radio. Roger. Huh? Request Vector. Over. What? Flight 209er clear for Vector 324. We have clearance, Clarence. Roger, Roger. What's our Vector, Victor? Our radio clearance. Over. That's Clarence. Over. Over. Roger. Huh? Roger. Over. What? Huh? It's that same Bud time. Same Bud channel. Every weekday night from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. With your host, Dusty Bowl. Let My People Grow is a show by, of, and for the cannabis community and culture. It's like a radio station. Let My People Grow was created to be a platform for activists, cultivators, extractors, and everyone that's involved in the cannabis community and movement to share their personal knowledge and experiences with the world and the everyday cannabis consumer. Our goal on Let My People Grow is to educate, inform, and empower our listeners about the many benefits of utilizing the cannabis implant in our community and modern society. But most importantly, educating our listeners about the importance of ending the unconstitutional prohibition of the undisputed champion of the plant kingdom, the people's plant, cannabis hemp. Better Bud is in the mystery. It's grown through a community of cultivators. On Let My People Grow, we feature outstanding special guests play music from amazing artists, bands, and musicians who recognize the importance of utilizing such an amazing and beneficial plant. That's handy. Yeah. But I bet a lot of cops smoke those. No, I mean, look at that man. We invite you and everyone within the cannabis community to come on and participate in a live talk show about cannabis hemp. Do you have a question for the host? Want to discuss a recent news story or an event or talk about cultivation? Or just simply talk about cannabis in general. The request lines are now open. KGSA Soul Radio. <laughs> it was a call during the live show at 917-889-8298. Be sure to follow Let My People Grow on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Let My People Grow. Where you can catch up and listen to and even download all previously recorded episodes of the show. Be sure to subscribe to the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative on iTunes, where you can download and subscribe to the podcast. Thank you all so much for lighting up and tuning in to Let My People Grow. We're keeping you in the know is why we do the show. Down the rig and pick up the mic, because we got a show to do. Actually, hand the rig over to me. The downside of marijuana is going to jail. And the other downside is a part to do with character of not standing not up standing to get up those, to people, get out those people out of jail. Let our people go. Let our people grow. And you're tuned in to Let My People Grow with your host, Dusty Bowles, on the CCHI Radio Network. 
Welcome back, folks. This is episode 29 of Let My People Grow. We've been doing the show for quite some time here on the CCHI Radio Network. Um, been doing the show for what things were like forever. But um, anyways, um, I'm glad to be on the air. Glad to be doing another show. Got a lot of uh, great bands. Got some new featured music to be playing tonight. Got some music from Oregon. Um, Going to play a little more Night Gaunts. We only played one of their kind of opening tracks from their album last time. We might have played two tracks, but um, a little brass action, some Kings and Comrades, Aphrodisia, maybe some uh, I Refuse. Um, shout outs to all those bands. And if you've heard them before on this show, which I'm sure you have because we play them frequently, we play we try to get a good cycle of all the music and bands and artists that we feature on Let My People Grow Here. Um, but... Uh, be sure to check them out on all the social networking sites. Go to their website. Uh, if you really enjoy their music and you know want to support them as artists and musicians, please go to their websites and purchase their music. Um, a lot of them are on Bandcamp as well and Reverb Nation and all those um, side ones. And those are all um, tools I use as a podcaster myself, too, to um, find artists that are trying to self-promote themselves because that's essentially you know what we're doing here. This is a, a grassroots podcast for a grassroots movement. And... Uh, that's what we're doing as we're, you know, we're sitting here doing it ourselves. Like I said, this is, I'm just an average dude who has uh, two kids, married happily, um, full-time dad, um, student, working hard, um, a lot of things going on. But still, I can, I can always, I always try to find time to dedicate um time to educating others about the wonderful benefits of cannabis hemp plant, whether that be going to city council meetings here in Fresno, which I haven't been to recently. I'll, I'll totally pony up to that. But it's mainly just because we've all been mainly focused on um, legalization here in the state of California, because I think personally, for me, it's one of the best ways to address uh, patient access. You know, the um, like we've seen with Proposition D and all that, they're really out there to try to over- restrict and regulate and they want certain people to be in control and that's really what uh the adult use of marijuana act is really all about is really about handing over control of the um the mom and pop um non-profit medical cannabis industry. that's what MRSA is all about and then they saw that it passed through the state and then you know they they threw up something that was very similar to it and would fall right in line with it in a legalization initiative put a lot of money behind it, thought they got a great, you know, face for the initiative and Sean Parker. And it's like the guy who killed the music industry. One of the reasons specifically why I try to look for um, artists who are self-promoting, you know, that doesn't mean I have a personal vendetta against a lot of these labels and other stuff. There are good labels and promoters and other stuff out there that I have nothing against. And a lot of those people do get back to me about the show and there's no problems about playing their music or whatever. So, but anyways, I'm rambling a little bit. We're at we're at nine oh seven on Let My People Grow on the CCHI Radio Network with your host Dusty Bowles. Um, I want to t- talk a little bit about uh, Friday. This Friday we got the uh, Garden of Blaze or Gas Patient Appreciation Day, which is every first Friday of the month. For those of you that don't know, uh, free dabs, free edibles, um, prize raffle. Um, a free eighth to the first 30 patients that donate $50 or more. So um, there's Uncle Sed's uh, barbecue is going to be there. So um, be sure to check them out. 
Give them a call at Garden of Blaze at 559-530-BUDS, um, Be sure to check them out. Shout-outs to Doja Loke, um, the promoter of um, the Together We Stand sesh, which is going to be happening pretty soon, too. Um, coming up in April, I believe, of around 420. I think it's going to be a 420 event. It's going to be, if you guys look in the in the uh, description of the show that you can see at the actual blogtalkradio.com website, if you're watching the show there or listening to it there, you'll see in the scroll in the video or the picture, little picture gallery there, you'll see a little ad for um, the both the uh, Patient Appreciation Day at Garden of Blaze and the uh, Together, sesh, Together We Stand sesh coming up at, on 420. Shout-outs to Stephen Mendez down in Corcoran, um, who's, um, is, who's uh, on the board and helping out with the Together We Stand committee and all that stuff, and um, looking forward to uh, helping those guys out in any way we can and helping them coordinate with the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and get signatures. Um Got the smokehouse sesh coming up pretty soon here too. I think that's March nineteenth. You should see an ad in the in the picture gallery there as well. I see we got Hedwich on the on the line. He's uh he's live and in studio on a we'll get to him a little bit, probably right after this dab track. We're at nine oh nine on Let My People Grow on the CCHI radio network. Um we're live from the Bud Cave. Like I said, it's the same Bud Time, same Bud Channel, so it's weed day night. And it's 9.09. We're about to hit our dab track, which is going to be uh, Cali Fever by Oregon. So, everybody, um, get your dabs out. Which uh, Shout-outs to Chameleon Extracts, who, uh, man, I saw that picture of that Gorilla Glue number four, and I was, like, drooling. So, shout-outs to everybody over there. Be sure to check them out. Um, they got some great products. They're a great group of guys. Um up and down the state, you can find it here at your. They're actually going to be out at the Patient Appreciation Day this Friday at Garden of Blaze. So, be sure to go check them out. It's a it's a great way to meet with local vendors and the people that actually produce the products for you guys locally and get to know them. And so, be sure to stop by for Patient Appreciation Day. And for the location, just be sure to give them a call and make sure that you're uh, a California uh, patient. Because it is Patient Appreciation Day, and it is specifically for patients. So make sure you're qualified, and uh, currently your recommendation is up to date. We're going to drop this track right now. This is Cali Fever by Oregon.
um, counties um, really benefit from the use of uh, medical marijuana in there, you know, by r- lowering crime, um, by have you know, by giving the patients access they need, and that that money stays in their economy up there, like you know, like in Oakland and other these places that have been that have benefited from medical marijuana and its and its um, and it, and the program of Prop 215 for the last 19, 20 years. Well, what's allowed to do, what's allowed to happen, and the, the whole medical marijuana program, basically, it's allowed these folks like you and me and, and everybody that's an old schooler to bring all their technology out into the open. I mean, we've been doing, we've been cultivating marijuana for decades, but the problem is it was illegal back then. Now, with the fact that we've got medical marijuana in California, people are seeing more and more of the research out. I mean, we've had it for 19 years. We've been pushing research on medical medical cannabis for over 19 years. And so you can't say that there isn't enough evidence. I mean, you can't get much more than that. There is no drugs put on the market by the FDA that has more research than this plant. You know, and and now all these people that were in the black market back in the 70s and 80s and 60s have all been able to make a living again and put other people to work and and teach this, you know, this plant, the the growth of this plant, how to take care of it, how to market it. We've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, and there are so many, um, like, we know a lot of these young entrepreneurs and you know, people that have a vested interest in this mom and pop industry and this legal industry in which they're participating in now that, um, you know, if the Adult Use of Marijuana Act does pass, you know, are they going to be able to afford the cost of jumping through the loopholes of having to get the licensing and the permitting? And and that's even if they allow that in their county or their or, you know, if the county um, government doesn't override that because they you know adult use of marijuana act is literally just going to hand it over to each county and say well it's up to you guys to decide whether you want it or not which is to me if 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 it's not legal throughout the state and you can't participate in the same way in one county from the other it's not it's not legal in the state of california it's maybe it may be legal in in that county or whatever but it's not legal in, in the complete state of california and well, it's not something to champion as being that, as being so. Well, one of the things that I've always thought that was interesting is, once again, we were talking about permits, you know. In the Constitution, I'm trying to find it right now. I've I've researched it before. It, in the Constitution, no government can force a person to, to have to pay for a permit on something that be, should be his right to have well yeah that's what what we were talking about because i was talking about how the um the adult use of marijuana act because i was reading in the cal normals um like description of the initiative and it, it specifically says id cards is one of the topics and it's qualified patients will need a state id card if they want yeah. to be exempted from the 7.5% sales tax currently imposed on marijuana sales. No card is needed to enjoy other legal protections of Prop 215. The cost of the state patient ID card is limited to $100 or $50 for Medi-Cal patients 
free of charge for indigent (coughs) patients. Identifying information in the ID card program is made subject to the confidentiality confidentiality of medical medical information. Excuse me. Now, here's my problem with this. Originally, the the law was written, so it was just you had to have doctor's permission. Verbal consent. Verbal consent. That's the way the law is technically written. And the the state licensing card that they were talking, they're trying to talk about, was written in there as strictly volunteer. They specifically quoted volunteer to make sure that it was, you know, bold lettered and everybody knew without a shadow of a doubt that that's what they meant. If, if anybody reads the old text of this and the old the original uh two or two fifteen okay it was it was specifically that now to to force somebody to have to give up their HIPAA information to anybody period is against the it's a violation of a person's rights okay. This is between, a medical patient is between him and his doctor. I just, I, it's interesting you bring this up because I just got mine renewed two days ago, and I talked. I told the doctor it was it's supposed to be between me and him, and these cards are are complete sham. And well, he and actually, I've had when my first got my card. That's what I did is I got the state card here in Fresno County specifically because I wanted the state card that had the Fresno County Health Department logo on it and everything. Yeah. Which I still have to this day. You know what I mean? Because honestly, I and I, I, I used to advocate for it and still do this because there are protections within it that you don't, you're not going to have with just a recommendation from your doctor or a code or a website from Greenlife that verifies that it's valid. Yeah. Well, the problem is, is once again, it's a, a complete sham, technically. Well, yeah, especially like how here in Fresno, I paid that money to my county, right, to get that card, only for them to turn around and shut down every single collective and club here in Fresno and then say, well, they're banned. You're going to have to go somewhere else and get it. Yeah, and, and once you travel into town with it, you're in trouble because you're transporting into, into into Fresno. Technically, you'll be in trouble for doing it. You know, which is just as I mean, they've done that in several counties. That just happened to Don, where they shut shut down all the collectives and all the grows and stuff. And then, even if you go out of the county to get your medication, once you travel back into the county, you are now technically transporting into the county in their eyes, in their new ban. So then, once again, Don moved from one battle to another battle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're doing the same thing. I'm still battling my city for for collective rights. You know, they they still let us grow, you know, plants here. I think we kept them at 20 plants, which is not bad, considering they could have taken them all. But now I'm trying to get them to open up and let us uh, take the ban on collectives and co-ops down. Because it it violates everything that the 215 
was meant to do. To open it up for folks to share this medication and share this knowledge and, and help heal people. And mm-hmm. and here's the thing on the taxes. Another thing that you didn't mention that I wanted to get out there, folks. No other medications are taxed. You don't tax the pharmacies. When you buy your pills down at the pharmacy, it's not taxed. Exactly. And through the Adult Use of Marijuana Act, if it gets if it does in fact come law become law, you will have to pay the state to to get the ID card in order to opt out from paying those taxes. So you're going to have to pay Which is taxes, essentially a tax. Which is pay yeah, exactly, essentially a tax and and by constitutional law, you are not supposed to be forced to do something that you should have your your legal rights to do anyway. Well, let's say that they could turn around and just say, "Well, it's an option for you." Otherwise, it's you a, pay it's tax a fucking like luxury tax. Else. It's a fucking luxury tax. It's exactly what it is. And you know what? We're already paying that. Okay. Yeah, as because they want to keep patients. it. They're so afraid of the children, right? Like, oh my God. Like, Bullshit. that's just like a they third are, panel. If they are so afraid of the children, then they'd stop selling alcohol and they'd stop selling cigarettes. Those are much more dangerous than cannabis could ever be. Cannabis cannot harm children. The probation on cannabis could cause harm to children, but cannabis itself will not harm children. And and the initiative itself, like we were talking about how the mom and pops, you know, that really that are still right now currently trying to, you know, participate in this up and coming industry. And then the ones that have been established here, are they going to be able to jump through all these loopholes and all these things? Like this thing, there's, this this initiative that passes has like it establishes nineteen different license categories parallel yeah. to those at MRSA they covering cultivation, manufacturing, testing, distributing, retailing. Uh, they want their money, and that's all about the control of the plant. Once again, it's not it's not going to be free until we free the plant completely. Okay, we need to deschedule it. Period. Take it off. just take it off there and make it just like any other fucking plant on this earth. If you want to buy it, it. you go down and buy it. You put it in your fucking yard. If you want to use it as a flower to look nice in your yard, great. If you want to use it as a medicine, great. If you want to use it as a spiritual plant, great. Yeah. It's like I was thinking the other day. Um, Pretty much all we really are is florist, right? That's all you are. <laughs> we cultivate flowers. We trim them up really nice and manicure and medicate. No different than a fucking nursery. Manicure them up really nice. You're no different than the guy over there growing tomatoes and selling them on the street corner with his little fucking fruit stand. Just because your fruit is worth its weight in gold, that's not his our our problem. You know. We make it legal, that huge market price will drop, but more people will be partaking because it will be more enjoyable. You won't have to spend a fortune to do it. And so another it's going to balance too, itself uh, back adult, out again. 
the Adult Use of Marijuana Act will not allow us to smoke in public or outdoors no. or outside in the I public. I walk like down my Island. fucking street. I walk down the main street of Porterville every Any, damn day. Smoking anywhere and everywhere you can legally smoke a cigarette in the state of California, you can smoke cannabis if you are a, medic- a legal medicinal cannabis patient. Absolutely. And if you didn't know that before, Absolutely. you know it now and completely use it and show it and let the people Folks, know that shit. Yeah. If Don't anybody be afraid should to be stopped and arrested for doing it, I, I've pushed it. I mean, literally for the last two months, dressed in a full black leather trench coat, okay, middle of the night, 12 o'clock at night, I will walk down the middle of my street, my main street, literally down the middle of the street, not on the sidewalk, smoking a joint, and have never once been stopped in two months. I walk down there to feed the homeless all the time late late at night. That's just because that's the hours that I keep. And yeah. I'm constantly walking within in that same area where the police are driving around. I'm two blocks away. I live two blocks away from the police station. I freely smoke my cannabis where the fuck I want to smoke it. And just like and, we've seen in Oregon, we there won't be there'll be uh you won't be able to have any uh licenses where there's alcohol or tobacco licenses. And that's so another bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god. You can't have marijuana with alcohol and tobacco. Why? Why, why wouldn't you put it in a? They will get serve you fucking everywhere. Toxins. They have this. Yeah, everywhere they have these poisons and toxins. Why wouldn't they offer you a non-toxic alternative? Exactly. They will just, serve you toxic tap water freely. They will serve you ice cubes with toxic tap water in it freely. Okay, they will let you drink as much fucking alcohol as you want and get drunk off your ass and get in a car outside and drive away. They will feed you tons of GMOs, you know, but they won't let you smoke a fucking joint. That just don't make no fucking sense. I'm sorry. If you really go over this initiative, it's it's absolutely. It's just a debacle, and there's like sixty agents of it. They aren't releasing. They aren't making it legal. They're just re- redefining control. That's all they're doing. Well, they're and, redefin- and it depends on your, on your definition and opinion of legalization, honestly, because there are so many people out there within our own community and movement that are out there saying, "Well, this is the one." That, I mean, obviously, it's gonna get on there regardless of whether we like it or not. So we better just accept it and get used to it. We well, don't like, have to accept shit. Exactly. Okay, that's there Bernie is an Sanders is proving that right fact- now. Bernie exactly. Sanders is a. Pr- is proving that right now. We don't have to accept shit from nobody, okay? We can change everything right now, this year. We this CCHI yeah, I mean, is the only way to do it. And people are saying, well, what can just Bernie Sanders do? Well, guess what? There's like 450-something seats in the Senate or in the House or whatever that are going to be up for re-election. Up for so grab be, right now. Yeah, it's time to clean house all around, everywhere. Yeah. I, I, Personally, I would say if if you're any if you're already in office right now, don't vote for that person. If they're already in there, 
Get him out. Get a new face in there. We need fresh Fuck blood. Yeah. We need fresh blood. There should be a fucking term limit. There really should. That would make these people actually work for a fucking living. And we should damn straight put them on all on minimum wage. If you want to be a congressman, you want to be a congressman. Okay? Damn you straight. get paid just as much as the average Joe gets paid. Yeah, there's too many millionaires in yeah. Washington. So I guess there is. You know? They shouldn't be making more millions of dollars. They just got to... They just got an allotment for their cars, $1,000 a month each, a month, for their car, to drive back and forth. Yeah. I, mean, it's, I can it's fucking crazy. rent a house for that. <laughs> it's bullshit. Yep. Well, I you mean, know? that's that's what's so funny. I mean, we talk about all these things all the time. Like, Bernie Sanders, honestly, has been one of my favorite politicians um, Absolutely. Since for my entire life, because, yeah, since as, as long as I've been uh, paying attention to politics, because he's been the only person that says the same stuff that the people out on Main Street and in within the people we converse with every day are seeing and saying and participating in. I just like to say he's not a Rothschild's bitch. I, I'll say that right now. He's mm, not paid. He's not playing their game. I. I think it'd be great to see him, and we're getting deep into politics right now. But I'd I'd like to see him and Warren go. Well, that's kind of what the the whole clamor is right that now. That's what everybody's That would be a great team. Then, as soon as he gets his eight years done, put Warren in as the first lady, president. That way, it's we a have a guaranteed sixteen fucking years. We could change this world. Yeah, well, it's much better than another Clinton regime. Oh God, yeah. You know, and you put Trump in there. That's another Clinton regime. They were buddy buddies. I just laughed. Play some fucking music, dude. We're we're getting too deep here. This is not what your show's about. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to cut to a I'm going to light this joint up and go get a cigarette, okay? No, you're tuned in to Let My People Grow. (laughs) Live from the Bug Game. (laughs) On the CTHI Radio Network, I'm your host, Dusty Bowles. With me is uh, host Hedgewitch from the... um, Excuse me, Philosopher Stone Show on Monday evenings. Um, we've just been chatting about a little bit of politics, mainly. That's kind of what uh, it started with the Gold Use of Marijuana Act and led into politics, because that's just kind of what happens when you have to read a 64-page of uh, 64-page boondoggle of uh, legalese and what weird <coughs> jargon. What that, they're uh, hoping is that you get tired of reading and just put it down and say, "Fuck it, okay, yeah, we'll vote for this one." Yeah, That's their hope. Okay. I can have up to an ounce. I can have up to one ounce. Big deal. You can have up to one ounce on you right now and you all you don't you all you gotta do is pay a fine. Folks, I just paid fifty dollars and I can have ten ounces on me. <laughs> How's that one for you? Grab that one exactly. by the balls. Yeah, and I mean technically all that doctor's gotta do is go you gotta go see a doctor, any doctor, any doctor that will agree to do it. And, Doctor that says, I recommend you use cannabis. Okay, thank folks, you. I'm going to say right now, there is not a human being out there in the world that could not benefit from the use of some sort of cannabis or hemp product. Period. Yeah, well, I, yeah. And, and if I mean, you can and, prove me wrong, I will eat my words online and and tell you different. 
No, there are there are definitely medicinal benefits. I mean, even if even if you are a firm believer of that, you know, like okay, well, all use is medicinal, and all, there is because rec- I I do believe there, you know, there is a definition there between is. the two. Recreational, you're just like, hey, dude, let's do let's do a seven grab dab. You know what I mean? That's a recreational thing. You're not trying to take a seven did that grand dab, dab did to that get dab make him happy. Did it make him happy? Well, still, you Is, know what I mean? Isn't being happy also a good medicine? Well, yeah, Physical but I mean, a good body? song makes you happy. Is that medicinal? Yes, it is. Absolutely, <laughs> you know they've proven mean? it in laboratories. They, Thank you very much. Can they sell <laughs> that as a on their record and say, okay, my record now costs an extra four ninety nine because I'm medicinally helping you? Uh, not without the FDA approval, and they won't let you do that. Just ask uh, Blue Diamond. <laughs> they made them take off that their almonds were healthy. <laughs> yeah, well, Seven so, Up too. Remember, Seven Up yeah. had the there were there was a one hundred percent natural soda with antioxidants or whatever, and they were like, yeah. uh, no, 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 yeah. no, you can't, no, no, you can't, you can't, you can't say that. You can't say. All right, that. we're getting too political. <laughs> again, again, play uh, some music, man. Yeah. I need to get a break. <laughs> All right, dude, we're going to play some I Refuse. This is The Man.
The man ain't never gonna stop us, right? That's Anyways, that was I Refuse, the man. Uh, be sure to check them out at irefusemusic.com. Um, looks like they got some new tour dates listed right here on the front, right up the front of their page, all nice. These guys are everywhere. They're super dope, super awesome guys. Be sure to check them out. Um, looks like they had a show today in Mill Valley, California, and they have one coming up on March 5th at Annie O's in Santa Rosa, California. Uh, if you go to their website, you can RSVP for the show. Uh, be sure to check them out, man. They are everywhere, literally on Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, all that good stuff. Uh, be sure to check them out. Uh, much love to I Refuse and all the guys in the band. Thanks for your support for to the uh, California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, the CCHI Radio, Let My People Grow, and uh, the cannabis movement and culture as a whole. And we're back on Let My People Grow on the CCHI Radio Network. Going to get Hedwitch back on the program just to do a little bit more chatting um, about uh, certain Blessings, folks. We were talking about um, hopefully Hedwitch will be coming down this Friday and we'll be going over to the uh, Patient coming Appreciation up. Day. Uh, Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Get your you bearings awesome. straight, man. Well, whatever, man. Everybody's like, <laughs> get over here, get over there. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's what's funny. Is, it, I went to a lot of I say tomato. <laughs> well, when when I was in Vegas, I used to tell people, yeah, I live between Fresno and Bakersfield. They go, isn't that desert? And it's like, are you kidding me, folks? <laughs> most of your most of your food comes from here. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, since Jeff got us started on politics, we might as well get into it, right? I mean, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I wanna... This is a this is a post from the Weed Blog, and this is uh, Calico Castillo, who is uh, he's he's uh, also used to be on the Radical Russ Belleville show, which um, I used to be a fan of and listened to a long time ago as well. Um, I don't anymore. I don't have any uh, personal hatred toward anyone or whatever, but we all know we have personal differences in the future for legalization and whatever. Some people see may see my opinions as being a stoner against legalization or whatever, some weird label that they like to say people that aren't aren't that aren't that don't absolutely fall in line with the Adult Use of Marijuana Act. And don't absolutely love it like they do as seeing it as the ultimate future. The then, sheeple of bud. Yeah, well, then they get belittled and berated and labeled as stoners against legalization. How can you vote against your own freedom? How can you do this? And Because like, we're smart. No it one wants to play in Ohio. Well, it's just <laughs> like, why, like, why do you even take it there? You know what I mean? Why do you even... Go to where, you know what I mean? Like, why why can't it just be like all these same people that do that? They don't give the other ones a fair shake. They're specifically for one every time. Oh, here here's here's one for you. For every one, I mean, just perfect example. For every one stoner type guy you know, I can show you a dozen high functioning cannabis users. I mean, even mm-hmm. the CIA had, not CIA, but the FBI had to lower their drug standards to allow cannabis users because they couldn't find any good computer guys to work yeah. for them and, anymore. And they're all mind, going to Silicon Valley where they let them t- take acid. 
We, me and Radical Russ, we have our personal differences in the future for legalization and whatever. But Calico Castile um, is a is a really nice guy. He's, I've met him several times. He was uh, he's a great advocate for cannabis. He he writes articles all the time for the um, the weed blog. And this one is specifically about marijuana legalization. Um, how marijuana legalization activists should support Bernie Sanders for president and why they should. So there you go. You know, and it, it's a really good article because it, it breaks it all down. It's about how next year we will be, it'll be a monumental year for marijuana legalization. As a movement, we are heading into our third national election cycle as a legitimate political force. It started for the first time. Two first two bricks in the wall of prohibition fell on election night in 2012 when the voters of Colorado and Washington voted in favor of the legalization and regulation of marijuana. Some may. Some may even recall that marijuana legalization received more votes in Colorado than President Obama did during his successful <laughs> re-election campaign, <laughs> which is very true. But at the same time, we're also seeing how Colorado's model is excluding patients specifically, and they're being taxed. And there's also excluding veterans from using it for medicinal uses like PTSD and other things like yeah. that. So. The Colorado laws are not are not good right now, actually. Yeah, and the Adult Use of Marijuana Act is literally based off uh, of the Colorado. Yeah, it's like a fucking copy thing. paste. Yeah, exactly. A, and you know, all same. The same. Well, they, so, it's basically what it is, folks. It, it, they want to re. It's not going to be legalization. It's just a redefinition of their restrictions. That's exactly what it's going to be. It's going to be redefined for the profiteers so that the profiteers that are already established can afford to get into this business in big markets can do so just by paying the dollars to do so. Whereas the little person and the small mom and pops are going to be shut down and shut out and you will not be able to grow for yourself. You will not be able yeah. to medicate. You will not be able to share with your neighbor. You will not be able to have a pound in your house. And and all these people pretend like there isn't a viable solution because that viable solution that or alternative that alternative doesn't can't or isn't able to raise two million dollars or whatever the observant amount of cash is, when all that's really required is signatures and the people's will. That's all that's really required. That's it all that's required. It requires us to be motivated, have the will and dedication to get out there and get these signatures, which um, there are, you know, probably, you know, probably over a thousand people out there right now gathering signatures for the California That's what I think the assessment was. Yeah, last it hard was... every day, like, Right now, because this is the crunch time before the April, the mid-April deadline when the signatures are going to have to be turned in. So it's crunch time, and the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative is absolutely a is an alternative for the corporate model of overregulation, overtaxation that we're going to see with the Adult Use of Marijuana Act. Because it's going to allow for personal, recreational, and use and possession and cultivation and in numbers that's, that's going to allow you to produce in in ways that you don't have to rely on a dispensary or a club unless you want to unless that's your thing yeah. and you want to go to a club you know what i mean yeah, or you want to go to a spot but there you know you'll have that opportunity to cultivate you know what i mean and then under the adult use of marijuana act 
you'll be able to cultivate six plants per patient per property. That's it. Six plants. So what happens when you get mites? Or you go to yeah, plant exactly. your plants and and three of them turn hermaphrodite on you. Yeah, whatever. Okay, now, now your medication or now your now your stuff is cut in half. Yeah. You know, they're they're not taking into account that this is still a plant. This isn't something you can manufacture. So you got the Adult okay. Use of Marijuana Act, and then you have the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, which Alma or whatever the hell they call it is going to give you six plants. And the CCHI is going to give you 99 plants. Yeah. Just see, let you're me be able to have what I'm going to want. One ounce. You're going to be able to have up to one ounce with Alma, and you're going to be able to have up to 12 pounds with the CCHI. Yeah. And that's just that's just to make sure that you don't get caught up after your harvest. Well, and it's you also know? to ensure that and, you, know, and, you have to have have to set an end in a limit, and you know what I mean. Because at that point, anything over that, okay, now you got to pay taxes to the state. Doesn't, now you have no. to be licensed and pay, and and you're in the actual industry. But you have to have that that you know that barrier of hey, okay, this is the this is up to this point. You can cultivate up to this point freely for personal consumption, and here you go. And then after that, now you're in the industry. If you want to go bigger and sell it in a in a and sell it and be in a large market, you know what I mean. Well, it's the same thing with with the wine industry, okay? Same exact thing, and and beer. You know, you can produce a certain amount of beer every year, a certain amount of wine every year, and for personal use, you can drink it yourself, you can hand it to your friends, so on and so forth. Once you start selling that, then you have to get a license. A retailer's license. Okay? That's the way it should be. If you want to move into a marketing of your products, just like anything else, if I was if I was raising tomatoes and I want to do a fucking, you know, open up a little store to sell my tomatoes in, I'm going to have to pay all those fees and licenses. Same thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But if you don't want to, if you just want to stay mom and pop, and have your medicine freely and not have to rely on the stores, just like we do with food. Not everybody grows their own fucking groceries. I don't yeah, raise everybody, my own cows. Yeah, not everybody's going to be able to afford whatever these 19 different permits or licenses are and whatever Absolutely. different pay scales and degrees and, and grades they like, have. What if I you don't like I mean? the Versus, product that's in the, in the dispensary? What if I don't like so, what they do? What if I don't like their attitude? Yes. You know? Well, the Adult Use of Marijuana Act, right, is going to have these 19 versus the CCHI that are going to have different scales of which you're going to have to pay to participate or get that license. And then you're going to have the CCHI that caps the commercial license fees at $1,000. Yeah. To where $1,000, that's mom and pop. That le- that leaves it open to that everyone. That still leaves it open to mom and pop and anybody who wants to get into the industry, whether exactly. it be just so sell your these- cookies or whether it be to sell poundage that you just happen to have extra that year, or you want to grow a, a you know, you want to have a little farm. And, and here's the, the thing, does Alma, the... does Alma even have anything for him? I don't, I'd have to look that up. We'll have to look it but up during the next song break. In it, then we don't need to even discuss this issue. That's very if true. Initiatives, if any of these initiatives don't have him, in there, 
where it's going to allow for um, the hemp industry to come to California, then it is not no. worth voting for. Period. I remember seeing something in there about it, but I think it, it what the only thing it did say is that it has to fall in line with MRSA and the state regulations in regards to hemp, which means no hemp cultivation. So that because is just the, the because Gener- Governor Jerry Brown has refused to act on the state bill or the state law that has been passed that made hemp um cultivation legal. in the state of California legal. But he has refused to sign it into law because he he thinks it it's in um, violation of the federal law. We Jesus must be sucking. It. <laughs> <laughs> he must be sleeping with somebody. I, I'm sorry that is, to take that away from the California um, industry or economy. Or to even hold it back in one bit, shape, or form is ridiculous. When we could be making millions, even trillions of dollars in that industry, and you can't get high on it. Yeah, that's just pure profiteering, and that's that's money coming from up in the Emerald Triangle, and and Oakland, and all those San Jose's, and and all those places that have these big dispensaries that want to move in on the industry of cannabis and not allow for hemp to be in the air. Well, another thing too, you know, if CCHI does pass and these cities and localities and people that have been literally, you know, uprooting people's plants and finding them thousands of dollars and doing all these horrible things to medicinal cannabis patients, um, one of the things it's going to do is it's it'll allow any person who threatens the enjoyment of these provisions. That's going to be uh, a felony. Could, it'll, they'll be guilty of a misdemeanor and may be subject to maximum penalties and fines. So that means yes. that they would be breaking the law for them to prevent you. us to enjoy the benefits of that law. Because a is plant that is a man. A plant is something that is a God-given right to man. I don't care what your religion or faith is. It is your absolute right to have any plant that grows on this earth. Period. And that comes from my spiritual side there. I'm sorry. It was given to us. Simple as that. Jeff's, Jeff's needed now. Oh, you know, you could tell, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Just sorry about little. that, folks. Mike's a little close there. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, All right, well, Go ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I, I was just ranting. Go, go for it. Your, your show, not mine. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> the, the, you know, the importance of hemp is really, you know, that that was truly Jack's message. It wasn't just about, you know, I like to get high, and I think everybody should get high, which <clears throat> is the common stereotype that you know is thrown at any person that admits that they consume cannabis. Oh, you're a stoner, ha ha ha! You know, laugh it off, right? Well, so was Steve Job. Yeah, well, there's there's a lot of successful stoners throughout Carl Sagan, history. The, the most. Yeah, period. I mean, you can look at it like you know, just as you know, there are geniuses who smoke, and then there are really, there are real, there are also really, really, really really stupid people that use cannabis too. Everybody they were stupid before cannabis. the cannabis though. Exactly. That's that, and that's my point. Like, you know, it, they were it stupid doesn't matter. Stupid people do stupid cannabis. things. 
you know, and that, but that's the thing is people assume, oh, well, you're like a shaggy, ha ha, you're a stoner, you know. We would, the, the, we people with a higher intelligence consider that cleaning the gene pool, okay? If they do stupid things, same thing with the guy that tries to start his car with with gasoline in the carburetor, and blows up his car. That's gene pool clean cleansing, folks. <laughs> All right. All right. So we're talking about that article, right, from the weedblog.com from Coleco Castillo, right? And it's it pretty much gets down, it boils up to the point to where it's like, okay, the Republican side, the libertarian leaning Rand Paul has stated on multiple occasions that he is in support of states' ability to legalize marijuana without federal intervention. Paul even courted donations from marijuana industry. From the marijuana industry this summer, even louder than his rhetoric on marijuana and federalism is his support for several legislative uh, priorities for marijuana reformers, including uh, the Compassionate Access Research Expansion and Respect States Careers Act of 2015, whatever the hell that is, which would effectively allow states to set their own policies in regards to medical marijuana without the feds getting in the way. He was one of the three original co-sponsors and spoke at the press conference held it, held to announce the legislation. Um, but we all know he's an it's a non-issue. He's never going to get he's never going to get a platform from the no. Democratic side or the Republican side or any gosh darn side. Uh, um, I'm sorry for you know like I I have a lot of libertarian friends and I have nothing against libertarians and and them personally but I you know it's 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 uh, greatest okay I'm gonna tell you something right here the greatest move that Obama could make as he departs office is to do an executive order and deschedule cannabis and he won't do it he won't do it. It, but it would be the ultimate time. kick in the teeth. Look, I mean, this is this is the sad truth, right? And w- this is the honest, blunt truth. He's the first black president in history. He could have been the first person to come in there and say, "I am going to set so many wrong, so many wrongs right, and change so many laws for not just white people or not just black people, but all people." Injustice. Right? And, yeah. Yeah. Injustice all around. And he could have targeted all these things that we've seen happen, like Trayvon Martin and all these things, and we've yeah. seen nothing. No change. response. Nothing. No response. He's nothing much he's the same puppet. He was just he was put into play. Yeah. Simple exactly. as that. It's sad. It, it was per it, it was, it, before he was even pumped, elected, he was he was put he into said, play. When they put up Biden and Palin against him. When you put up a losing team against somebody, it's not hard to fucking pick the right guy. You, he couldn't have lost. He was Teflon. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. You say you couldn't do it because you were you were backed up against a no, do-nothing Congress, whatever your excuse is, whatever you have. You, you know, executive you have the power. executive order, you have executive branch, you have the executive power, and you can act and you can do the right thing as a president. And unfortunately, he hasn't, and I don't think he will before he leaves. Um, I think no. we were all told him and his, him and his husband. 
we were all sold a huge bill of goods on Barack Obama within the cannabis community and culture. We, because of one statement when he was a young senator or something, saying something about he thought that they should decriminalize marijuana in certain situations, and they just jumped all over and fed it to the entire community, saying that this guy is that's how they be got, our shot at legalizing. And that's it, how they got our vote. Yeah, look at what he's done. He's done absolutely nothing. nothing. Versus a, a, a presidential candidate right now that's running for president that is it, actually stated and has a policy and uh, a bill that he's sponsored and put into, you know, that will, in fact, remove cannabis from the the Controlled Substance Act completely. So this yeah. crazy rhetoric that we that people like us and stuff and activists have always been chattering for and saying this is what really needs to be done and was considered to be fringe or would never happen is actually being talked about and being con- seriously considered by the people he's talking to about that yep. policy. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? So, just, I mean, we have a huge vote. And that's what's so funny is back to the subject of the, the lazy stoner. I'm sorry, folks. You get down to it and you start looking at the real t- polls. These lazy stoners get the fuck out and vote. Okay? Yep. And we see your bullshit. We see the bullshit already. Well, I mean, and, and it's kind of the it's, – it's the changing of the guard in the sense that it's an older generation that's ho- hold on. And they were – they were really, really force-fed. If you thought we were force-fed bullshit about propaganda and cannabis and marijuana Absolutely. in our lifetimes, they had it 40 times worse, whatever, 100 times worse, whatever you wanted. It was uh, you could even throw, worse. You could throw every bit of information at them, and they will still hold on to their illusion, and they mm-hmm. know it. They even know it's an illusion, but they'll, my, my father's a perfect example. He's a an ex uh, or a retired commander of the Navy. And he knows for a fact that cannabis will cure cancer and will cure many things, but he refuses to use it because of yeah. what the neighbors might think. Fuck the neighbors. You, it's your health. You don't go over there and look in their medicine cabinet. They have no right to know what you're doing. The largest yeah, I mean- growing... I was going to say the largest growing group of new patients with cannabis use is the elderly right now. It's not the teens. It's not the youth. It's not the 20s, 30s. It's the the 60s to the 80s and 90s. I just watched a video the other day of uh, Granny doing a big old rip on the uh, dab, doing a huge (laughs) dab. Yeah, and she's like, "Dab up, motherfuckers! Just do this." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, "Oh my Those god!" With that being said, we're gonna cut to a track, but we're gonna we're, I want to leave everybody with these quotes before we cut to this next song by Aphrodisia, which is conveniently called um, "Mr. President." Um, I find it strange. This is a quote from Bernie Sanders, and I he, this is a, a actually a tweet, I believe. I find it strange that. The kid who smokes marijuana gets arrested, but the crooks on Wall Street get off scot-free. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also, Every instead of investing seconds. in instead of in investing in incarceration, 
What about jobs and education for young people? That's what hemp can do for the state of California. That's what the California Cannabis Hemp Hemp Initiative can do for the state of California. And that's what hemp can do for the entire United States of America when Bernie Sanders gets elected president in 2016. And with that being said, this is Aphrodisia with Mr. President. Dark of the night, 
something. I can't remember her name. Um, check them out, though. It's pretty dope. All you got to do is Google Bernie Sanders pipes, dude. Pe- come on, people. Life ain't that hard. Anyways, um, be sure to go to the CCHI2016.org and uh, click the volunteer and donate buttons today and get involved in your area. Find out where you can sign and participate in the CCHI or, you know, sign the actual petitions in your area. Um, here in Fresno, you can go, you can sign them at Garden Ablaze. They have a brand new set of petitions down there. So you can, if you're a medic, if you're a qualified medicinal patient, you're, uh, want to see true legalization happen in California, you can always sign it there. Um, if you're in the Fresno area and you want to sign the initiative, you can always contact me via email, um, on Facebook, through Messenger, um, any way possible. I, I will personally ensure that you sign that initiative here in Fresno and in anywhere else throughout the Valley if you want to sign the initiative. Um, I will hopefully be out at the uh several events here gathering more signatures for the cchi and continue to do it and you know other we're always i have also out at fresno city college probably like once or twice a week every other week sometimes it depends um so just get in contact with me and if we get more people interested in volunteering here in the area then we can also set up more stations and more booths so uh, make sure to get in contact with me at uh, fresgro unified at gmail uh, dot com. That's my email, or you can message me, shoot me up, hit me up. We can get a, from there. We'll get phone numbers, all that good job. Or you can call me live on the show right now if you wanted to. Hell, it doesn't matter. Anyways, um, I was gonna talk a little bit too about some. Uh, what was it? Oh yeah, the event, the smokehouse sesh. That's right. Cause um, camo. Speaking of that, I saw him out at the uh, Together We Stand sesh that Doja Lope put on. Um, I love this, too. I was the smoke, the Smokehouse sesh part did Just like a Hot Shots part did that movie with uh, Charlie Sheen, who no longer has AIDS. Yeah, gee, isn't that a miracle? Yeah. Well, it goes you to show you got, if you got money... Well, they, hey, away. they've already proven that cannabis and cannabinoids can cure cancer, too, or cure uh, HIV and MRSA and uh, SARS and all those other ones. So I would not put it past him to have u- been using it to cure at least minimum to get him off his other addictions. Oh geez, did you? So you found that website? That's what that was you shared with me. Yeah, I did. Stone, it was, uh, stoneware, yeah. and it says it says because of the wonderful support of the Bernie community, we have reached the maximum legal donation for any donor to the Sanders campaign. <laughs> All donations past past the legal limit will be focused toward charities that support girls and women in STEM and the arts. Nice, <laughs> nice. Good so, for them. Yeah, so they already maxed out on as much as they can possibly give to the campaign, and now they're giving to other charities. So that's awesome. I was just looking at an article here. We were talking about uh, cost of prison, putting people in prison for cannabis. And it costs – this is just an article in New Jersey that is starting to pop up. It costs $37,000 for tuition to Princeton University. One year at 
New Jersey State Prison, $44,000. Now think about that one, folks. We could have been putting people to to into schools with the money that we're wasting incarcerating people for nonviolent offenses and mandatory sentencing. Yep. Well, um, I was talking a little bit about that smokehouse part. Duh, oh, sorry right? about that. Coming hey, no worries. Sorry. No worries. Yeah, we, I just wanted first to, one I went to let you know you. about that. Yeah, exactly. We showed up a little late. We got out there. Power died a couple times, but we ended up having a good time. Oh, hell yeah. Got to see a lot of the regulars. Got to see the people over at Couch Glue, uh, Davenport. We got to see uh, Josh over at uh, uh, Chameleon Extracts and the people over at PASX. Yeah, P A. Uh, yeah, Josh is Justin, right? Is it Josh or Justin? Justin. I can't remember. It's Justin Alexander. So I was at this picture that uh, Camo uh, posted on Facebook right now. It's uh, who wants a chance at winning 50-plus grams of Earl at the Smokehouse Sesh Part 2. Um, the proceeds Holy from shit. raffle. Yeah, check this out. And the proceeds from raffle ticket sales will be split between two amazing causes, CCHI 2016 Initiative and Half to the Weed for Warriors Project. Sweet. So for Sweet. the patient, by the patient, Terp Tasters, Camo Dabs, Cam on the Mic, one community, one love. That's his post right there. I'm just reading it live on the air. He's got an awesome he picture. Says win, a, says win a thousand dollar right here. I'll tag you in the post right now. Boom. All right. There it is. So it says win a thousand dollar head stash, fifty plus grams up for grabs to one patient at the Smokehouse Stash, March nineteenth, twenty sixteen, Fresno, California. Do you feel lucky? Um, Dabsolete, it has a big logo, the CCHI on one side, We for Warriors on the other side. Um, tickets available at Welcome Booth at the Smokehouse Sesh 2. Take home your very own head stash drawing at 4.20 p.m. Enter to win a slab and help support two great causes at once. All proceeds get split 50-50. CCHI California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, Weed for Warriors Project. Be sure to check us out, CCHI on Instagram at CCHI2016 and at CCHI2016 Fresno. Um, and be sure to check out the Weed for Warriors Project uh, on Instagram also at WFW um, lower slash project. So... Shout-outs to those guys for making it happen and showing some love to the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and another nope. great cause, the Weed for Warriors Project. That is an awesome – that's how you show some love right there. So shout-outs to the Terp Tasters. Ever, all those guys, man, they do they do show uh, great love, and they're always fun to be around at all the events. So it's a shout-out to those guys. Shout-outs to Camo and um, – uh, God, God damn it. Turp tasters, man. Love those guys. Official. Official. Still with us, Jeff? I'm still here. Okay, I want to try some of that Gorilla Glue number four. You said you were smoking on some of it, right? You uh, the flower. Yeah, I smoked the last joint of that I got a hold of at the Emerald Cup. Just today. <laughs> I mean, I've been holding on to it forever. <laughs> man. Speaking of Instagram, we actually have 420 followers, 420 plus followers on Instagram. 
So Sweet. I just want to do a huge shout out to everybody on Instagram and all of our followers on there. Everybody that shows uh, Let My People Grow, the CCHI, Fresno CCHI, and everybody that's associated with um, everything on there. On Really, it's, it's a lot of love. I think we're at 423, 424, something like that. So um, shout outs. Hopefully, I'm going to do a raffle here pretty soon because I have, I have a few albums and CDs that I've gotten from uh, a lot of the artists that are featured on here on the Let My People Grow show. And I want to put like together a nice, dope little package to do a raffle off for all the all of our listeners. And maybe if we can actually get a caller in here, we'll give away some stuff for free. I feel like Cheech and Chong on Dork Radio. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there, done that. Hey, it's good times. The best good part about my best part about podcasts is no one can shut you down. Yeah, no doubt. Except for except for blog talk, we've had yeah, that happen. Both both of us have had that happen. Or Skype or whatever. I yeah. found every back route to get back into this thing though. It's so hard to keep me out now. It's so hard to shut me out from doing this show. The only thing that shuts <laughs> me out is schoolwork and my kids. Yeah. <laughs> That's my thing. It works about the only thing that shuts me down. And yep. but I I have been consistent. I have since I started, well since you got me started. Uh no blame it on me. It's all my fault. Oh yeah, I'm gonna blame it all on you, dude. It's all my Absolutely. fault. Absolutely. Started it all. Which is <laughs> not my fault. My buddy For those who don't Wesley, know my buddy Wesley started me getting into podcasting and then Trip Boone got me involved with the CCHI radio network and that's <laughs> how I'm currently doing the show. And then Jeff was like, dude, the show is awesome. I really like it. You were always calling it. You always call in. It's always fun to have you on and talk to you and um, on the show live. So it's, you know, it, it was almost a perfect fit when you're like, man, I want to kind of do a show too. It's like, bro, do it. It's fun. It's a great time. You'll have a blast. And I'm telling you, it's fun. It's a good time. They can't, you just get out there, you dedicate some time of, you know, to get out there and personally educate and dedicate some time to, educating people about the importance yeah. of cannabis, whether it be spiritually, whether it be medicinally, well, whether it be industrially, whenever, whatever the case may be. There's so many aspects of the cannabis hemp plant that we're overlooking because of the stigmas, stereotypes, propaganda, and lies that's been force-fed to so many of the generations. And that's like what we were talking about earlier, about how it's really the changing of the guard. I mean, the kind of baby boomer generation is falling out of place and the younger generations, the millennials and those people behind them are starting to fall into those positions of power and political stature, you know. And so things are starting to change and they're starting to have a fresher, more youthful kind of vibe and feel to them. And that's, that's well, scary to the older generations, right? I mean, well, it's it kind of like what we were discussing on last week's show, right? How we were talking about how, um, you know, um, Thor had to, right? His, mo his yeah. mom had to give feed the Thor's dad a rock to disguise it because he was a he was afraid all his children were going to secede him right i mean yeah and that's basically what's going on right now is these older generation is it's a fear of losing power you know and and what they don't realize most of them have never had that power 99% of us never actually had power in yeah. the rest of the world yeah, you know, and that's where the problem is, and the newer generation realizes that they don't have, they have zero power, and they're going to take it back. The newer generations are going to end up taking back this power, I think. 
and I just hope I'm around to just to watch them take control. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's gonna yeah. happen. It's gonna it's happen. Gonna happen. I just hope it's not done with bloodshed. That's my hope. Yeah. It can be done without the bloodshed. So. Absolutely. Anyway, on that note, you know, don't get too deep on it. But yeah, the one thing that is beautiful is that my show, I, I I go more towards the spiritual part of it. And I, you know, just like your show, you, you address the other parts, you know, all the political parts, all the growing parts and stuff like that. We both have to put out a message and contact and, and educate as many as possible. Everybody out there does. You know, it's, it's breaking down that illusion is what's going to end up legalizing not only cannabis and hemp, but also changing this world and the world around us. It's breaking down of that illusion that, that we're in this you know perfect place. We aren't. We need to change it and change it quick. Absolutely. And I mean, it's happening. You know, people didn't think Bernie Sanders was electable or any of this. You know, and he won three out of four of the swing states that no one thought he would win. You know, yep. a lot of people are looking at this Super Tuesday as this huge loss for him when actually they, he did way better than they were expecting him to do. Well, the same thing happened with uh, when um, Obama ran against Hillary. You know, she, in the beginning, he was behind. And then he just walked over the top of her. So I, I see Bernie doing the same thing. He's already got the people behind him, everything she's got. And she has way too many scandals under her belt. I'm sorry. Something's going to come up and, and actually surface that she's not going to be able to control. Absolutely. And they're not going to be able to spin in her favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's what? she's wishy-washied every issue there is. Okay, And she's adopted Bernie Sanders' is, or stance on things. And that should tell you something right there. Yeah, you've she'll got just flip flop to whatever is convenient for her at the time, whatever yeah, but, she has to but, say, whatever. Exactly, and then bottom line is she's still going to be paid by the same people that she got paid for in the first place. Yep. And with that being said, we're going to cut to another song. This is going to be the Night Gaunts with Nights and Days. <laughs> I miss him, I miss him greatly 
that was the Night Gaunts with Nights and Days. Those are great. They're a great band. They're out of uh, Auckland, New Zealand. Um, so we're national, international, whatever. We're international. Um, they're great musicians, great band. We have, I found them on uh, Bandcamp.com where you can find their profile and you can purchase their music, show them love there. You can get their brand new album, which is, um, oh, man. What's it called? Excuse me. I think it's Conversations with Creation, if I'm not mistaken. But that's what that's what I believe it is. That's what it is. Oh my that's what it is. Check them out. Great bands. Uh, you can check them out at nightgaunts.bandcamp.com. <clears throat> check them out on Facebook. Check them out on Instagram, Twitter, all the social media. Show them some love. Uh, purchase their music. They're a pretty cool little punk ska band. Um, getting down. Digging it. Um, thanks to all the bands that we featured on tonight's show so far. Um, really love all these bands. We got plenty more that'll be we'll be playing in the future. Um, let's see, what are we doing? All right, I'm gonna get Jeff back on the line here on Let My People Grow on the CCHI Radio Network. We're keeping hey, you in the know. Is why we do the show. Got me in between hits. Sorry, busted, busted. Yeah, and also you can you can find um, all the previously archived episodes of Let My People Grow on iTunes by searching California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, and under there, if you subscribe to it from that point, you'll get um, downloads of the Philosopher's Stone that are broadcasted on the network. Uh, The yes, with with. Hedgewitch, um, of which we've been speaking with this entire show this evening. Um, and I'm working on, like I was speaking with him during the break while we were listening to, the, uh, you guys were enjoying the music. We were discussing, um, you know, getting some really good guests on here. And I have talked to a few people. I just haven't put anything in concrete with them. So I just kind of reach out to them. And, and like I was saying, it's going to be about cultivation specifically because this is let my people grow. I'm not just about fighting to making sure my people can grow. I want to educate people about growing, which is uh, very important because um, you're going to hear a lot of bullshit and stuff that's hand-fed to you and telling you to buy this, do this, and do things a certain way, and it's the only way, and it's it's going to be costly and expensive. And every, every grower, unfortunately, has to learn the hard way or you know, fortunate enough to be educated by people around them, you know what I mean? Or like we have now, we have this, you know, we have digital media and stuff like this, you know, the podcasting and all these ways and other ways to educate uh, one another through, through the, through a platform like this, where you can call in, we can discuss topics of cultivation, several different things, you know, um, and that's what this is all about. It's just a platform for, Cannabis talk. Cannabis, it's well, like a talk radio thing, show for cannabis. We just need to get more people to call in. One thing I always found fascinating about the cannabis plant was that there is no one perfect recipe for a plant, especially if you're growing. Um, I witnessed this when I was you know, helping Cannawich with her gardens, that most people that grow a garden of cannabis – uh, grow multiple strains. Well, each strain actually reacts differently to what you're doing to it. 
whereas one needs more light and needs more water and needs more nutrients. Another one you can starve to death and mistreat, and they'll both produce differently. Yeah, or, you know what I mean? It's genetic. It's, you know, genes literally come from a specific climate or a specific part of the world. That's a whole other subject. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many in-depth variables that people overlook, like, just because they were, the only thing that they saw in the book was that, oh, well, if your plant's this color or does this thing, it's probably this sort of deficiency. Do this, do this, do that, where it could be all these other variables that are that could be possibly overlooked, and you could make a mistake, and that could be that the death of that plant. And, that's, yeah. you know, nobody wants that. And the whole goal of growing, cultivating anything, any agricultural crop, anything is to have a fruitful and successful harvest at the end of, you know, of your growing cycle. So, yeah. And that's, and that's another thing that we talk about a lot on my show um, is the energy you put into it. It's not just the nutrients. It's not just the why it's the actual energy. I posted a thing on the other day, or today on an experiment that I was watching where a guy took a jar of rice or two jars of rice and they just made them. He put water or love on one and hate on the other. And Mm -hmm. the one that he put love on, when it stayed fresh for like a month, the other one turned into a moldy mush. Yeah. And and that's the same thing with the plant. It will react to the energy you bring to that plant. So if you Absolutely. bring it, and, and, energy, and that doesn't just go for cannabis cultivation. That's with it, like, you know, anything, you know, and, and, and in general life, you know what I mean? If you have a positive outlook or positive attitude toward anything, you know, then if you do that, you, you know, that energy is going to carry you forward. It's going to, it's going to yes. give you, it's going to carry forward. That, yeah. It's going to give you that, um, forward progress and momentum that you need to succeed in in that task and goal. Absolutely. It's all about energy, negative and positive energy. It's what, what energy do you wish to feed? You you have to make that decision. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's just it's just like I always tell people and Don used or Canowich used to do this on her garden, you know, check your energy before you walk in. If it's bad, don't go inside. Because yep. every one of those plants will not only react at that point in time, but they do remember. They remember. Same thing with cutting your plants down in front of another plant. They remember that. They remember that happening. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But at the same point, you know, I think we've talked about this before, too. I think we talked about, you know. They know their purpose. Their goal. Yeah, I mean, they know. You know what I mean, like, honestly, they're... Do they really? As, Does the calf well, I mean, know that he's going do, to be a dinner? Well, you talk about positive energy and properly communicate <laughs> your plants, right? That yeah. I always properly communicate it to my plant. I always say, hey, you know, we only have you one be- shot at this. You only have one cycle. You only have one life, you know what I mean? So let's make the best of it. Let's, Let's, you know, let's... You know, show me a garden that 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 everybody can be proud of. You know what I mean? It's kind of like boot camp. You kind of get them pumped up and ready to go, and you know what I mean. And they'll they'll produce yep. for you, bro. Yep. 
talk about how beautiful they are and how wonderful they look and how much it's gonna we're gonna enjoy it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it, isn't that kind of like uh, uh, <laughs> just to make the comic of the statement. It's like you know a chicken talking to its hens or its eggs, knowing that they're gonna be eaten by somebody. Yeah, very true. <laughs> you know, but anyway. But yeah, I I Way do down the situation, Jeff. No, I I'm going to clarify myself right now. I do <laughs> believe that the plant cannabis and hemp know that their purpose is to enlighten and feed mankind. Simple as that. They know that that's the purpose. You know, otherwise our ectocannabinoid systems never would have developed. We never would have been in sync with this plant ever. Yeah, it would, and it, 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 we would have separated ourselves, it, uh, you know, in an evolutionary way, or in, um, you know, or it would have, you know, died off like thousands exactly. of years ago if it was never required with, you know, to be used in daily use and consumption. We would have developed. People would have developed allergies to it, at least, at least. Yeah. And and when's the last time you actually saw somebody or that could prove? They were allergic to, to cannabis or a hemp product. I have never, and I'm allergic yeah. to 163 plants and dusts. I do not <laughs> register, obviously, I do not register with cannabis allergies or hemp allergies. And it actually yeah. saved me from having to do allergy shots. Okay. And it used to be the number one prescription for allergy, asthma, bronchitis, and emphysema. And it's also now used for COPD. And yeah, and it's all, it's so hard sometimes to convince people that how effective cannabis is when it comes to asthma. Oh, yeah. I know a lot of Like literally, like before this stuff was made illegal, they sold. Cannabis cigarettes specifically for, for asthma. asthma attacks. Exactly, because it works as better than and quicker than an inhaler will. Exactly. And what no one hit? there are still people even within the movement and you know that that still believe that oh because you're smoking it it's completely terrible and it's just just gotta I be got in an argument it. with someone that about that the other day. It pissed me off and I showed them documents upon documents and they took me back to the old um, American Lung Association thing saying that it has the potential to cause problems. Not that it will cause, it has the potential because you are smoking a thing that it was more, still more harmful than tobacco was to you. It's like, give me a fucking break. <laughs> you know? Once again, here's another company just like the the cancer institution that refuses to allow us to have something because they know it'll cut into their business. That's the bottom line, folks. It's going to cut into the pharmaceutical business. It's going to cut into the prison-to-profit business. And it's going to cut into the – absolutely cut into the petroleum business. Everything that's made with petroleum oils can be made with cannabis or hemp oil. 
Anything plastic can do. Hemp can do better. <laughs> we need to make commercial about that. Oil can do. Hemp can do better. They can. Yeah, absolutely. They can everything ship all and that shit overseas as much as they fucking want. You know okay. the difference though. You can't chug a pound or a gallon of oil or petroleum and live. True. You couldn't versus, bathe in it either. Yeah, versus cannabis oil. You, yeah. I, I strictly recommend that once it is more affordable and it's more prevalent that everybody use hemp seed oil Abs- for frying, absolutely. for everything, for whatever, just eating it, putting it on your salad dressings, everything. Yep. There's I found it in the dollar store the other day. Street. I found hemp hearts in the do- dollar store the other day. Yeah. You know, they're, they're that easy to get. The problem is, is we we import, in the United States, we import over, was it $16 billion worth of hemp products from other nations? $16 billion. Yeah. That's an industry we could tap into and just dominate of space we have here, fertile and infertile, that can't be grown on land here in the United States. We could take yeah. that and turn it all into hemp farms and completely, completely dominate the world and that whole industry. We take into hemp oil <laughs> and use it to as a biofuel oil. We could dominate. Well, I mean, it, it, honestly, right in the, like the tin, the tin, tin foil hat, where whatever conspiracy, like we're getting into that kind of whatever talk, right? But like, honestly, wouldn't wouldn't you legalize it in places like Colorado, Washington, and Oregon? Let's just say the probably the three states combined don't have an economy as powerful as the eighth largest economy in the world, like California does. Yeah. And, you most likely would want to give them, you know, a head start or a little bump into the uh, industry before, you know, the big state and the big people really come into play. Here's the thing is we were in play way before they ever thought about it. Okay. Yeah. We already had an established medical marijuana community here. And and if you wanted to get down to it, a business. Okay. Not just in the in the cannabis and the medical part, but all the things that go along with it, all the packaging, all the labeling, all the printing, all the, the cups, the events, so on and so forth. All those T-shirts that were being made, it's all income for this state. Mm-hmm. Now we could take that Straight same up. thing and do it a hundredfold. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, we're going to play another track. We're going to cut right. into this song. Because it's what ten forty nine. We're almost. Uh, we got You're about right, ten minutes left. I'll tell you what, I'll, let me check out of here, and you take your show back. Hey <laughs> it's man, been a pleasure, bro. Hey, I love having you on. I love having someone to chat with in the studio. Actually, Sweet Lou's not with me tonight. He's got a brand new job, working hard, going to bed early. So this is Wait. late for him. So, um, um, I'll see you Friday at the show or at the ab- gas house. Absolutely. I guess it is. Yeah, we're gonna go down to the gas station down here in Fresno. We'll get you signed up as a patient down there. I'm pretty. I don't know if you I are think already. I already am. I think yeah, I already either am. Either way, we'll figure while. it out and go see down. Go see the the guys down there, like my buddy Tim. I actually um, shout outs to the uh, 
Sunnyside uh, Baseball League because um, I went out to a tournament out here at the 500 Club for uh, to benefit his uh, son's baseball league, and it was a oh. um, the buy-ins and everything, all that, and the proceeds went to help the baseball league. So it was really oh, fun. Fantastic. I had a good time out there. I made it to the final table, top five, and then. Well, and then eventually just got uh, low stacked and knocked out, but it was fun. I had a good time, so I'm 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 looking forward to seeing him and Tim and Alex and everybody down and Corey, all the guys down at um, the gas station. So it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Well, I'm, I'm going to be over there talking and meeting with uh, our my my dad track sponsor. Yeah, absolutely. With the Chameleon uh, Extract. Yeah, Chameleon Extract. Check them out. <laughs> Be yeah, sure to check them out at chameleonextracts.com. Yeah. All right, bro. Yeah. We'll see you Friday. All right, brother. I'll see you Have on Friday. Thanks for calling in tonight, man, and just chatting it up. Blessings on all. <clears throat> Blessings all right, on all. With that, thank you, Hedwich. Be sure to turn, tune in to the uh, Philosopher's Stoned on Mondays where he does his own show, and it's awesome. It's all about religion, spirituality, and the use of cannabis and it's always educational and informational. It's a great show. Unfortunately for me, Mondays are my hell days at school right now. I'm at school from like 7 in the morning to like almost 10 at night. And I get very small breaks in between to where I'm either trying to stuff my face with food or converse with my family in between. But we're going to cut to another track. This is going to be, let's let's do the brass action. This is good intentions, wrong direction. Just with the kind of current atmosphere and what's been going down. I think this song kind of fits in, so you guys enjoy this. This is the brass action, good intentions, wrong direction.
You try, 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 but you got the other hand Sometimes you're giving it your all done Everything you can, but they never understand Sometimes you're giving it your all You try, 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 but you got the other hand Sometimes you're giving it your all done Everything you can, but they never understand That was the Brass Action. Be sure to check them out at thebrassaction.com on bandcamp.com, Reverb Nation. Um, let me double check and just make sure that that is, in fact, the name of their website. I was just looking at it, then I got sidetracked by one of these stories. And we're back on Let My People Grow on the CCHI Radio Network with your host, Dusty Both. We were pretty much chatting with Hedwich almost the whole evening, which does his own show on Monday evenings. Um and it is, in fact, thebrassaction.com. Be sure to check them out there. Um, you can find more about the band, more about the musicians themselves in the band, um, where they're playing. Great guys, great band. Be sure to check them out. We're back. Um wanted to talk a little bit about the CCHI, the 2016, the Jack Hare Initiative. The main purpose of this, you know, this network, CCHI Radio and pretty much everything we've been working for for the last months. And uh, I just want to remind everybody, you know, what it's all about and what, what we're doing. So this is, this is, I'm just going to read the summary and the overview for everybody. Just kind of, you know, remind everybody what it's all about. Um, this is an initiative of the people of California to end hemp prohibition in the state of California. It decriminalizes cannabis hemp, creates and funds new cannabis hemp based industries and jobs. It's going. It permits the use of marijuana by adults 21 and older, and license and licenses regulates, enforces, and taxes recreational marijuana sales just like beer and wine. Requires that 50% of excise tax collected from sales of recreational cannabis be made available to be used for the development, promotion, and assistance in the creation of industrial, nutritional, and medicinal cannabis hemp industries. So that means all that overflow in tax revenue, it has to go back into the, you know, actually benefiting the use and the studies and the medicinal purposes of the cannabis plant itself. So, I mean, that in itself is a genius idea. Just, sorry, in my opinion, you know. Um, um, let's see. Prohibits any and all taxation of medicinal cannabis and expand and expands the accessibility of medicinal cannabis used in accordance with Prop 215. Um, requires all state laws and local ordinances that conflict with CCHIB repealed or amended to conform. Um, prohibits cities and counties from imposing discriminatory, excessive, or prohibited zoning requirements and fees on cannabis outlets. Um, that in itself should get every collective owner and everybody out there that's currently operating in the system to get your butts out there, get these initiatives in your uh, collective or dispensary right now, start collecting signatures, donate what you can to the CCHI by going to cchi2016.org. And, you know, we got to raise this money. We got to, you know, it doesn't have to be millions of dollars, but we need to get those paid signatures out there try to get those as many 
signatures, qualified and verified signatures as we can before April 21st. And we're doing a great job now. We have a lot of unpaid volunteers out there busting their balls and butts and everything else, just, you know, working hard on spending their own time, their own dimes. Um, And peace, one love, and keep up the hard struggle and fight. It's if we do this and we stay dedicated, we can make it a, a reality. So um, it's going to eliminate the unfair practice of drug testing for cannabis metabolites, which can be retained in the human body for months. Impairment testing for non-metabolized cannabis, um, a more effective and accurate measurement for impairment or recent usage would replace the metabolite test. Mandates that the state establish, establish performance-based standards similar to those established for alcohol to determine levels of impairment for safe operation of motor vehicles and other equipment. Allows for the recent discharge of people currently being punished for nonviolent marijuana offenses, saving taxpayers millions of dollars and annually freeing up jail space, judicial, and crime-fighting resources. Remove cannabis from the California Uniform Controlled Substance Act, which currently allows the federal government to regulate cannabis as a Schedule One drug. It prohibits California law enforcement from assisting federal drug agents in attempting to enforce federal laws that are no longer illegal by reason of this legislation. It allows for personal use and possession of cannabis grown for personal consumption, caps the excise tax for commercial sales at 10% of retail price, caps the license fees for commercial production, distribution, and sales at $1,000, allows a physician to approve and recommend medicinal cannabis without fear of repercussion of all patients. Check it out at www.cchi2016.org. Get involved. Thanks, and have a great night.